that these policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, where one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Ladies and gentlemen, it is July 9th, and welcome to episode number 64 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary. I am Mr. Paul Swickard, and joining me as always is my venerable co-host, Mr. Ryan Murphy. Ryan, hello. Uh, hello. I did not go to Nertacular. <laughs> Might as well just get that out of the way. You feel like... <laughs> Ryan's in a mood tonight. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's in the. Maybe it's the fact that, like... I, okay, you are part of the Frog Pants community. Would yeah. you say that? Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so if you are a part of this community, I'd imagine you feel pretty shitty about the fact that you <laughs> did not go <laughs> to Nurtacular. So is it hard for you being that shitty person? Um, well, so I sort of like compartmentalized the whole Nurtacular thing in the sense that while it was going on, I just kept so busy that it's like, Nurtacular couldn't exist because I'm way too busy this weekend. And then, you know, the shows start coming out. I start talking to people who are actually there. I got a, a bunch of tweets, like, when people started getting back from their extended vacation. And it's kind of like, oh, right, I did miss it. And that's unfortunate. And But it, but it's also, it's also really awesome because it's kind of like N15 is happening. I'm going to be there. And uh, this event keeps getting better. So... It's not like I I regret I'm going to regret waiting and maybe doing it every other year and having that every other year be that much sweeter. Um, plus, Ashley's so sick of me complaining about not being able to go to N14 that she's like, "Yes, we're going to go." To, she's actively supporting, like saying, "Like, yeah, we're going to go to N15. We're going to be there. It's going to be awesome." So she's even looking forward to it too. So um, I'm excited. Why? Okay, so. Why the commitment to every other year already? Like you're already like just like like you're you've you seems like you've conceded something already. Well, yeah, exactly. But it's like you know, getting married this year, and then you have okay. So uh, wait, now hold on. Mm-hmm. Is this purely a function of you getting married this or? year? Yeah, it's been a busy year financially, so I was unable well, to no. sort of no, fit no, no, no. I know that's why this year. I'm mm-hmm. wanting to know why the commitment to every other year. <sighs> you know, things happen after you get married. Shit, shit happens. You know? <laughs> uh, so you've already you're pretty much anticipating the worst here. That sounds. <laughs> this sounds like the basis for a wonderful marriage. You are essentially saying <laughs> schedule having it everything. Uh, you know, my, I, if I were you, I would not plan. I don't know more than a year in advance. Just saying. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm just saying, like, I think it works as an every other year trip in the sense that it's a lot of money to go. Even if there's nothing happening sure. in 2016, it feels kind of wrong spending that amount of money to go to the same place every year, as fun as it is. Um, but we're going to definitely be there for M15, and then we'll see how 2016 goes. I mean, I've 2014 was so busy that I've so, pretty much guaranteed that 2015 is going to be a quiet year. We're going to go to Nurtacular. Everyone's going to be happy. And then maybe 2016 gets loud, gets quiet. I don't know what's going to happen. Twenty. I'm not. You're right. I'm not planning to, to go every other year. I'm just right now. It's every other year. Okay. Well, dude, uh, here's my two bits of advice. Yeah. Start saving now. That's a, okay. Well, what do I Wait, got on my save. desk? I okay. got 
this Monopoly money. There, Sir is, John A. McDonald. I was going to say that is not real money. Hello. And you should find some legal tender to actually like. What about these? With. Like this? Would that work? Again, they that, look like pesos a little that bit. That is what it, did you get that at a Game of Thrones convention? What's going on? Yeah, no, those are actually made by Fantasy Coin. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's actually much better. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it's well known that uh, all of our money here is uh, was used on the set of Lord of the Rings. Ryan. Mm. So, uh, again, I'm, I'm being dead serious. Just mm-hmm. say, like, make a plan, mm-hmm. save up over the course of the year, and then it's no big deal. That's what we do. So, uh, when you save up, like, some people, rather than saving, they, like, cut something back and save that, like, you know, it's like, sure. oh, well, you know, if you got your, you didn't get your frappa lappa del lama latte ding dong, you would save, like, you I know, don't, two bucks well, a week. Well, sure, but, I mean, I don't generally think about it in those terms. So, you, you just, just kind of set aside you, some money? You have blocks of money that you spend have set aside for some generic things right like you have like you know what your monthly bills are going to be mm-hmm. well, yeah. welcome to the easy money podcast where you can go to nertacular but here's the question I, I always okay. no no hold no, okay. hold on keep going so you, you have money set aside for bills you had money uh-huh. set aside hopefully for saving something you have hopefully money set aside for uh you know groceries whatever mm-hmm. yeah so you just figure out okay do I want to like put? Do I want to take some of the money that I would normally save, and save it into a different account, mm-hmm. and put just say that is my my wife and I. We just call it our travel money. Okay. And like, and we. I mean, and I'm at a point now where I'm like, I, I kind of have to go to Intacular every year. Not that I wouldn't want to. I would love to. Mm-hmm. It's just like I, it would be really silly of me not to. And that might be the case for me. Like, I think if I had gone this year, next year would have been that point for me where, like, now I have to go. And and have have to go sounds like you're it's a, become a chore, but really it's more than that. It's it's sort of like a second job that you truly and utterly love. Um, in the sense that I feel like if I had gone this year, next year would have been that for me. And maybe 2016 will end up being that for me. It's like, okay, I, I got to budget for this so I don't miss every year like or any any years because going forward, this is sort of – because it's supportive of our hobby, which, I mean, my podcasting is considered my second job. It's part of my business. So, you know, I claim I, I claim the trip as a, as a taxable uh, expense. So, you know, shit happens. This is a business. Um, so, but uh, – yeah, well, I'm, I doubt this is what people want to hear. Like, they'll be like, Ryan, just save your nickels and your dimes and put them in a jar and then cash them in June and then fly. But I want to know about the actual event. Did you – yeah, you obviously had a great time, right? <laughs> you just went a really long way just to get me to talk about what actually happened. I know, but everyone's the like – we. they've already tuned out. They went to all the other nerdtacular Right, but you explaining podcasts. it doesn't help anything. <laughs> And now I'm just giving him a hard time. Uh, no, Nurtacular was great. It is. Yeah. It was. It was. At, you know, if you've been to the event before, it mm-hmm. was everything that you've come to expect and love about the event. Like it is a relatively small group of people getting together with very common interests mm-hmm. and doing rad stuff together. So this was the first year that we actually had tracks that you could choose to go to one panel or the other, mm-hmm. and. 
that seemed to work out pretty well for me, and I didn't really hear a whole lot of negative things about it. Like, I don't didn't really feel strongly about having missed any one of the other panels, especially since I could just go back later and listen if I really wanted to. Yeah, now, okay, relevant to this show, I mean, Nertacular is sort of like a, a melting pot of the Tadpool community. And as we know, it there is are a lot very of... very much so, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of different people from around the world that attend this event. Now, did you have any run-ins with other countries that are that you would mention you saw james we've had him on the show before you, you i did it i did see james mm-hmm. he was from obviously the beloved uk yeah did you give him um, a high five or a a, a tea I didn't bag recognize as they do him. in the uh in the uk i totally did not recognize him oh oddly oh, really? enough so welcome to the internet age america we lived in an era where we're friends with people we don't really know what they look like no i went off of his skype picture and if you've seen his Skype picture, it's a fairly old picture, and his hair is a whole lot longer. So it was really just kind of process of elimination and me looking at his name tag. I'm like, that is James Iagovos Bartholomew. Mm-hmm. And hey, I know him in a place other than like right now. Yeah. <laughs> James is a really, a really awesome dude because uh, – and, and it, I'm sorry. I'm actually sad to say I didn't hang out with him more. Yeah, like, I, he, he you know, was running around. I think when I was there last year, and I kind of, I is I feel bad because we sort of met in passing. But then after Nertac, and that's the great thing about Nertacular, like meeting all these people that you know in passing on the internet. By meeting them in person, it reinforces that internet relationship. Because after Nertacular. Um, totally. just ran with it like we did extra life together we've been guesting on podcasts together and just clicking like really really good and that, now i have a friend in the uk like i didn't have a friend in the uk before this so i know it's great i had heard uh someone came from australia nice um and i mean really every state in this here union like practically like you know like people from all over the place a lot of canadians too a lot of canadians yeah. saw saw the you know the venerable duo jocelyn and joel mm-hmm. and yeah it was great i loved my yearly get together with those people mm-hmm. um i also saw i hung out with jules scott if mm-hmm. you know who that is i know her on see that's probably like another person that like i know on twitter in passing but i'm sure if were to meet in person it'd be like oh yay and then it would just yeah so i don't know her personally but i know she does that warcraft stuff right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i saw uh we hung out with a lot of like that was the other really cool thing that i noticed Mm -hmm. a lot of the producers seemed less busy especially scott in years past oh okay cool and like you know scott is okay some people go there, they want to talk to Jerry. Some people go there, they want to talk to Tom Merritt. Everyone, every single person who goes to that event wants to talk to Scott. Like, it's not like, it's kind of his event. So, like, you know, the, he gets it the most, not as much as the rest of the producers. Yeah, I mean, it might, I don't know if it was any different this year, but last year when I went, um, there was, oh, there was, there was always a time to step up to each of the producers. I even like Brian Dunaway sat on my lap. That's about as close as I got with the producers there. Um, That's pretty close. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it was, it was close. how uncomfortable was that? It was fine. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think he was just joking around and I, we were hanging out. He a was bit. just versus sitting on your lap, you know, <laughs> 
It was in passing. For, it was just like, oh, I'm gonna say, oh no, I better move on. Now he he's a really funny guy, but uh, no, Scott, I I kind of caught him in between panels, and and he was just sort of setting up. It's like, well, if I'm gonna talk to Scott without having you know a fan base around him, I better go do it now. So you you got an opportunity. Obviously, you got an opportunity to talk to Scott. You're part of the volunteer sure. squad, right? You know, you'd think that that would be. Like is Scott, everybody wants a piece. Everyone, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say it much more. Of a, <laughs> everyone wants a piece. Of a, yeah, everyone wants a like that. Was, that sounds a lot worse than it is. No, um, the, and Scott is so nice of a guy that he's not really wanting to turn anyone away. Mm-hmm. Like he just doesn't do that. So you know, like me being the role I'm in because I'm not, I'm not a producer on frog pants i just kind of help scott out with stuff that's kind of the thing so i'm kind of this weird i'm kind of in this weird middle ground Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean you would think that that would have some kind of like i know i can talk to him you know obviously i have an obvious reason to just approach him Mm -hmm. so in that sense it's easier but no i mean everybody still wants to talk to scott everybody that's cool. No yeah. worries. Oh, I'm, that's why he has this event, right? So he can actually talk to those people. But um, indeed, yeah. No, I'm, I mean, I'm glad you had a, lot, a good time. Highlights live. The live shows are always amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the live TMS, the live film sack, um, Battle of the Frog Pants Stars, always amazing. Um, mm-hmm. It was just a great show. It was a great show, and honestly, like one of the best parts if not the best part is just being able to see everybody. Yeah. I it's wonderful wonderful time, wonderful people. I wish I could have been there. I mean to be honest like it really <laughs> and feels Ryan like, has to hear about it once again. I know. But like my final thought on it is that like it feels almost like it selfishly like it didn't happen because I wasn't there. That's pretty selfish. Yeah, I agree. It's very selfish. And and maybe that's just the coping mechanism. I'm sure if we had a therapist I'm, on the show, they'd say like yeah, that's like step 5 of I'm sure it is something. I don't know. Uh, um, we can talk. I can talk to Scott. See if Wendy's interested. I'm on the program, so I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm working my way up to step six acceptance. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's step six. No, I'm. I'm really happy to listen to all the stuff that's come out of it, and not just like the the great thing is like it's not just panels on you know your live your favorite live show. It's um, also like podcast how to do podcasting and how did the business of podcasting which has changed a lot since last year yeah well it's changed a lot it's changed a lot since i first started going to nerdtacular Mm -hmm. and i mean anyone who's really interested in that you should definitely check out the business of podcasting or how the different producers like the actual tech involved in producing a podcast yeah Um, and it's good info i think it's really important when it comes to like starting up a podcast like they the first thing people say is like i want to sell t-shirts and i want to do this and i do that it's like yeah you can do that but there's a difference between putting those products up and actually selling them you notice we've been doing this show for a year and a half now we do not sell t-shirts we just put out great content right that's focus on the content that is the mm-hmm. takeaway from the majority of these panels so. good morning you know yeah <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go on to the news, shall we? Yeah. All right, let's choose a little restaurant. Sounds like video game music, Paul. It's not. Uh Fox News. I love this. 
Um, they kind of ripped off the Bioshock logo, the Bioshock Infinite logo, and it's pretty fantastic. Like, I don't know. See, this is the thing when it comes to these kind of events. Like, you don't know which part of this machine that is Fox, Mm -hmm. uh, like, produced this part of it. Like, maybe it was outsourced. I I don't know. That's very possible. But, man, they took it and they used it. Like, all they did, like, if you're familiar with the Bioshock Infinite logo, it looks like almost like a, a plate, like a placard kind of a thing. And it yeah. has a, and the bottom portion of it has a flag ripped off of it. And all they did was change the text, obviously. And they fixed that flag. They fixed too. the flag. <laughs> I, you know, but the stars, everything, like it's a pretty open and shut thing. And mm-hmm. Ken Levine, the creator of the series, he's like, glad to, <laughs> glad we can help you out, Fox. Glad to help. This is really just... Um, it's just silly. I mean, I would, believe me, folks, I would happily put whoever stole this, like whatever news organization put this and, and took it and used it for their own ends. But the fact that they picked that video game specifically is hilarious, I find. Because in Bioshock Infinite, that is some gnarly stuff. Among other things, one of the main themes, themes in that game is racism. And, uh, yeah... <laughs> I feel just, like just underscoring that, it, by, like if they had done their research, like Bioshock Infinite kind of pokes fun and not pokes fun, but commentates on everything that Fox uh, preaches as Bible. You know, it's yeah, it's kind of weird that and, and ironic that they're using that logo. I mean, it works for what they're trying to get across. Like, well, yeah, it says like the logo says defending the homeland. Yeah, which is ex- and that's the funny thing because in Bioshock Infinite, I'm sure there is a propaganda poster using those that exact lingo. Um, you know, that's kind of funny. This is like the poster. This is like po- the a poster that you know you would see on Rapture before any sort of rebellion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> that's just, a good point. I don't know Fox News. What you What are you doing? Up your Google search. You know, I know. criteria. We need a oh, logo. Okay, okay, okay. Here, let's uh, do a little investigatory journalism. Mm-hmm. I'm going to search for this image. Okay. On Google Image Search, and you get the natural stuff. You get the, you get the. Oh, interesting. Ironically, a lot of games are popping up. Like I'm just I'm literally Google Image searching what Scott what uh, Fox News posted, and it's not all. Like, you know, most of this is video game stuff, like, with the comparison. But some of these are, like, just straight screenshots from other video games. Hmm. Google knows me way too well. I think that's that's part of the problem. (laughs) I don't know. Fox News, come on. How much money do you think Fox News makes? They could probably... Dude, that machine, like I said, like, it's such a big conglomerate. That who knows, right? Who knows where the hell the breakdown happened? Because uh, you know, I consider it. It's just as likely that this they produced this internally as is, is they just asked like some some il- illustrator to do it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like that's kind of how it works. But who knows, right? Like I'm sure. I okay. That's the other thing. I'm not sure that, that they're going to respond to this. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think they probably view it as small things, like small issues. Yeah, do, they dude, don't Dude, I've learned one thing. Do not piss off gamers. 
Well, you remember you remember the whole Mass Effect thing on Fox News? Like, they called them out yeah. on that, and they didn't care. Like, we are Fox News. We are not going to sink to the level of video games. Don't even... They probably see it as, like, you know, it's, oh, video games? Video- we can steal video games. Come on. Indeed. I could talk more about video games. We should. I should. I'm not gonna. Oh. No, I would. Um, somebody just posted a uh, a old news clip of mm-hmm. parents being upset over the Super Nintendo, and I'm super curious about what they're really? saying. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. Moving on. <laughs> this is not a video game podcast. Should Ryan, be. what, dude? <laughs> our our friend, he's back. Uh, no, he has that. That friend has a friend who's. Back. Oh, it's a friend of a friend. Good. Yeah. Good. That's how that's how you build word of mouth. I mean, I listened to that business of podcasting, and I'm pretty sure they said, "Get an angry topless man to do your PR." Oh, and by the way, video listeners, sorry. Here, this is the this is the uh, logo in question. <laughs> oh, fun, huh? <laughs> All right, yeah, uh, dude. More shirtless people. Mm-hmm. This one not as flattering as the first one. I'm gonna put that out there. He was not jogging, unless he was jogging in pants and jeans. He, he may he may not jog very much. He's all right. <laughs> He's better than me. I mean, I don't know that you, dude. I would not make sweeping judgments about that. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell. <laughs> no, I mean, like, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> Sometimes Just I don't how even much know. Jogging does this man do? Join the conversation. I don't even know what I say half the time until it comes out of my mouth. It's really unfortunate. <laughs> um, this is a video of uh, another shirtless man yelling at Rob Ford to resign. Um, I love it. And I think it's just kind of like part meme, part he's very serious about Rob Ford not being a good mayor. Um, they so are I'm, serious about it, too. They are using the hashtag shirtless horde. Yeah, but the, here's the funny thing is like you go further below the video of Instagram is definitely one guy just yelling at Rob Ford. Then below that, there's more people with signs. And only one of the guys doesn't have a shirt on. The other two know. have shirts on. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Check can't, out you the just, can't you just protest the old-fashioned way? Well, nowadays it seems like like you see like, much? protesting. Okay. They just protest Why? naked. I'm, I'm serious. Why are they protesting? Because they don't like the fact that Rob Ford is still in office? They want Rob Ford like, to resign. I get that, but mm-hmm. he does not have much longer until the election so what is that going to serve them is my question i think they i think they're worried that if he doesn't resign he'll get reelected. because you have to remember paul that, that he's still pretty uh, popular he probably will get reelected. very good money like okay if you guys are taking a page out of the playbook of american politics mm-hmm. i'm I'm willing to bet a very large quantity of money that there is no way that in hell that Rob Ford is going to get reelected. I'm just saying it's, that, I, that yeah. is one thing that parent that is one thing that people just freak out about is drug use. It would either be that or some sort of sexual scandal. It, those two things, anything else, anything like money scandal, uh, punching a baby. I don't care, <laughs> but you're you like. Those are two things that you just won't won't be had by people. Yeah, I think I'm not. I wouldn't vote for Rob Ford because he's kind of an embarrassment. But you got to understand that <laughs> as much as of a buffoon he is, I mean, he he's still 
he does he still kind of does right by his city. I mean, he doesn't do any sweeping sort of like amazing things for the city. I mean, you look at the mayor of Ottawa, who's who's a good mayor both professionally and personally, whereas Rob Ford is really just. I don't know. I've heard people say to me that like Rob Ford, you know, as an, as much of an idiot as he is in front of the cameras. I mean, he makes the right decisions when it comes to like taxes and who says this? Somebody who obviously Whatever. doesn't live in Toronto. How funny is the video? Uh, the video it shows Rob Ford trying to talk as an older shirtless man yells, "Resign, resign, resign." That sounds awesome. It's quite funny. Get out of my face, Get out of my face, man. Resign. Resign! 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 Toronto residents are willing to put up with. All right. Like I said, just a guy yelling. Resign! Resign! He looks like. He kind of looks like. I don't know. Stephen King? Roughly the same Uh, build, too? A little bit. Like, he just. It's the glasses and the hair. Like, it's like. It's just this weird kind of dude i'm surprised okay question Mm -hmm. why are they letting the protesters right behind him in their camera shot (sighs) it's free country what the hell (laughs) like no but you whenever you have protesters come on anybody knows that if you have protesters at your rally you just want to corral them in a different place you just want to put them away from the camera so you don't have to see them like directly but i'm not joking like they are directly behind yeah. mr ford <laughs> i'm like you you what are you doing it's funny enough and that they let him get Rob, close he should have moved his moved his meat his meat he should have um no you're right i mean i don't know why they get him let him get so close but but the funny thing is is that these protesters the like they're getting rob ford the news and before to get in the news, he used to have to smoke crack. So I mean, it kind of makes sense that he would allow plants. these people around. Hmm. They're plants. You think that's these... my thought? I you... think these are for the Ford Ford Nation. Everyone, shirtless jogger. He yeah. all constructs to get him back in the news. Maybe. Or he he yeah, because he can't do crack anymore now that he's sober, right? Uh, doing crack so closely after your rehabilitation would be bad. Yes. It worked for Robert Downey Jr. I mean. No, no it, it didn't. didn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. He what didn't do crack. He got, well, he became not, Iron do, Man. Okay. Mm. No. Rob Ford needs to become Iron Man. Hey, no besmirching of the Downey. Okay. That man is a national treasure. <laughs> you can't take, you can't take Robert Downey Jr. out of America right now. I like that you guy. Would, everybody likes that guy. I know. I, I'm dude, sorry. Can you imagine? Like, I realize he's sober now and clean, mm-hmm. but dude, I'll bet that guy. I'll bet he is great at a party. Oh, he probably has some party <laughs> stories right there. All right, moving on. Mm. Uh, dude, I didn't know Canada had FO, UFOs. Uh, yeah, we don't call them uh, United States flying objects. We just call them unidentified flying objects. That was a really bad joke. I know that was a, that was pretty much that was a stretch. Anywho, I know. But there's this interesting video that was put up by one Pug Life from Ontario, who seems to think he's found a UFO. Interesting, and it's been dubbed Canada's answer to the double rainbow video. So yeah. <laughs> okay, Pug Life. All right, here let's that there all right let's uh, what's going on here i just had to pull over to to get a recording of this 
I don't know how good you can see it. I see lights in the There's sky. There's three orbs in the sky. Eh? Eh? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, it gets better. Oh, that was about the most Canadian thing I just heard ever. There's three orbs in the sky, eh? I'm glad you're amused. This is a national, That's, like, a national. Oh my gosh, that is problem. funny. All right, hang on. Let's get let's. let's There's look, 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 look at them right there. I saw them. I saw them. Can you saw them? What is that a thing? There's three orbs in the sky right there. You tell me. They're, they're cocking over my focus. What? I'm convinced it's UFOs. They've just stopped. They've spotted me. They're you're coming to get my anus. <laughs> Son of a dick. <laughs> this is a terrible situation. Oh, they've spread out. Oh, they they spread out. They're they're getting into formation. Serious. This is terrible. Yeah, I gotta go. I'm they're under attacking me. Yeah. <laughs> that this is not real. It's not real, but it sounds like okay. a mix between Bill Murray and the trailer park boys. That guy. Doesn't it near the end? It sounds very. Bill Is it Murray. really not real? Did he admit this? Oh, it's it's definitely like a comedy UFO or a comedy YouTube channel. If you uh, if you go to the YouTube channel, and I'm pretty sure it's a well. Joke. He has five. Let's see, he has five thousand. Excuse me, he has fifty thousand subscribers. Which you know, good for Pug Life Entertainment. <laughs> Oh my god. It's essentially Canadian jackass, it looks like. It really is Canadian. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Oh my Good god. Lord. There's a video of how he broke his arm. Oh this, my. Okay, this is Canadian. This All is right. definitely now a Canadian I hick. I completely understand what's going on here. Mm hmm. That is a Canadian hick. Oh, dude. I'm glad it's not just us, frankly. No, we have our own version of Hicks. I mean, there's a documentary about it. It's called Trailer Park Boys. Um, yeah. Don't don't, don't do that. What? Don't promote it. Not we have a healthy following of people. Don't expose them to that nonsense. Evidently, Trailer Park Boys is super popular, but I never enjoyed it. I said it. Right. It's out there. All right. I think we should move on to some feedback. Sure. What do we got? We got an email. We got ourselves. We got ourselves an email. And Paul, when when I I want to, I want to let the listeners know that when I forwarded this email to Paul, I think he wet himself. What? It's pretty hard to tell via email, but the response I got from him, he was very happy. So thank you, listeners, and thank you for ruining this moment for me. That's what I do. That's my job. Uh, Canada strikes again. No, this was in response to our business talk. Oh, synergy. Our business lingo talk. Like, uh, you remember we were talking about, like, how 10 things to appear smart in meetings? Right. And then we had that discussion about how it, all these, like, uh, it, all these business mantra type stuff tended to annoy me. Yeah. And I was wondering if that was a pure American thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, this was basically in response to that. This is Mr. Jeff Burns says, hey there, Ryan and Paul. I don't know where – oh, he's from Montana. So I'm probably getting the accent run. I'm just going to read this normal. I was just listening to the latest episode, and you were discussing the aspects of business speak, such as webinar, webinars and synergy. Yeah, 
webinars and synergy. Mm-hmm. Those two are terms. Those two are terms that I uh, have to hear about regularly. Uh, Paul mentioned that he didn't think the language would be used in an industrial world, and he's kind of right. All right, I already like this guy. Mm. I used to uh, work in a small factory, and our business language is more about safety topics. Yeah, I can totally. I could totally see that. That makes sense. Instead of motivational posters in conference rooms, we have safety posters in the break room. <laughs> and I love these safety posters. Say something. It's see something. Say something. It's a common that's... phrase plastered all over the side of the building. Now, now wait. Isn't that see something, say something like also in airports about like terrorism? I, I remember Probably. that. Probably. Okay. I don't know. But that's that totally sounds like something I would see in an industrial so, yeah. plant. Uh, which is meant to direct us into reporting safety concerns with equipment, the building itself, or unauthorized people in certain areas. Cool. Terrorists. And I love this one. Maximize and optimize is another catchphrase that is used a lot. It <laughs> it just means that for it just means that for us on the production side of things to try to make as much finished finished material mm-hmm. for sale using the least amount of raw materials to reduce waste. I really enjoy the show. Keep please keep up the amazing work, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff from Saint Joseph, Montana. I think that's Montana. M-O? I should have checked. Would MT uh, be M-O. Montana? No, no. M O State. What is MT? Miz- oh, I'm sorry, Missouri. Missouri. Weird. Where do they get the O from? I don't know. Hmm. That Jeff, write us back. What's the O for? <laughs> um, no, I mean like. My theory is that, yeah, you're going to have different, like, lingo for every different place. But how much you want to bet, no matter where you work, there is at least some variation of the hang in there kitty poster somewhere in that office. So it's hang in there. I just saw a horribly graphic, like, safety video of a cat, like, holding on to its bleeding arm saying hang in there. (laughs) What, like, in your mind or you Googled hang in there kitty? No. In my head. How oh. weird is that? It's well, like, hang in there. Keep your arm. Maybe it differs where you go. Like, if you go to an industrial place where they have, like, large machines that can tear off your limbs, there is, like, a Have cat. you seen The Machinist? That shit is graphic. The Machinist? Yeah. Is that the one where, like, Batman's really, really skinny? Yes. Well, no wonder he got his arm torn off. He probably he pulled it He didn't get his arm torn off. No, oh. Right. Well, what happens to him? Nothing. Well, him? That'd be a spoiler. But you said there's gruesome stuff. You it can't... is gruesome stuff. I didn't say it happened to him. Well, someone gets their arm torn off. Is that what you're Something saying? Something happens to somebody that is not pleasant. And name name the, the body shop, part. That sounds horrible. No. <laughs> Come on. You're killing me. I don't want to watch, watch a two-hour movie just so I can see this Wait, one guy. You can... are telling me that I need to tell you uh-huh. which body part it is to satiate your curiosity. I don't want so to watch So you don't have to t- watch the movie. If I'm... <laughs> If I'm going to watch a two-hour uh, Christian Bale movie, it's going to be the Batman Read the films. Wikipedia. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> God, I love that it's. I love that it just hang out there. Like you can't just let it hang out there. You have to know. That's it's hilarious. Bothering me. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. And then when I look it up, I won't be able to sleep tonight because I'll see an image of whatever was torn off. Thanks, Paul. Either either way, it's my fault. I get it. <sighs> Remind me never to talk. Have you? Do you watch Game of Thrones? I do. Okay. Jeez, that stuff will keep you up nights. Anywho, mm-hmm. uh, 
info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com is where Jeff emailed us, and you should email us there too. We would love them. We love talking about them. We'd love to receive the feedback. So please keep that coming. Uh, we love also five stars on iTunes because, you know, if you love the show, you let us know about it. I like hearing that too. That That is a form of feedback. We super love the show. I know. Uh, you can find my normal Twitter account, PeaceWickard. You can find Ryan's, R. Murphy. Ryan, uh, anything special going on this week? What is it that you would like to plug? Um, and if the answer is nothing, if the answer is don't get married, then <laughs> cool. No, I, I'll say that, uh, you know, I, I'll plug my personal website, ryanmurphy.ca slash blog. I've been posting weekly wrap-ups that include Sleeping with the Elephant and other stuff I'm up to. Um, and, yeah, it's basically more in-depth sort of wrap-up of what I've done for the week. And I've been experimenting with other posts, but uh, it'll all be posted there. But, uh, yeah, experimenting with webby content. It's going to be great. Good deal, dude. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, I think that'll do it. Brian, it's been a lovely, lovely show, I think. Good. Well, I'm glad we didn't talk about I'm not going to spoil next week, but there's a story in here we skipped over that has the E word. And uh glad we didn't. We didn't read uh, that. <laughs> I'll still. I'm, I was going to let you choose the story. Now I think I'm just going to talk about both. Anywho. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you should keep that for next week. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm not going to say why, but. Tune in next week to hear Ryan get grossed out. Bye!